As agreed upon in our pre-production meeting, Tino, you have 15 seconds to introduce today's show uninterrupted. Okay, then. Thanks for joining us this week for another jam-packed episode of Facts and Friends. My name is Tino, and what a week it has been again on the express train to the apocalypse that is Trump's America. So much to cover as always, but hey, there's time was up, so Tino. much time, so we've narrowed it down to only the lowest of lowlights. Thank lights. you, Tino. Th- thank you. First, we're going to recklessly unmask the latest COVID news from a nearly abandoned White House. And, and your time is up, Tino. And and then we'll give our quick fly-on-the-wall analysis of the vice presidential debate while also checking in with our good friends, undecided voters. Thank you. Your, your time is up, also, sir. Also, near the end of the show, and you're not going to want to miss this, Judson and I are going to take turns on one another in dueling rounds of rapid-fire questions. Thank you. You're very welcome, and, and God bless America. <laughs> This was the largest audience to ever witness an inauguration, period. I believe that the president has learned from this case. It's going to disappear. One day it's like a miracle. It will disappear. Lindsey Graham said, let's let the next president make that nomination. And you could use my words against me. As far as the ballots are concerned, it's a disaster. Will you shut up, man? Welcome to Facts and Friends. Welcome to the show. We already kind of told you what everything's about. Uh, with me, as as always this week, is the oft-interrupting Biden apologist, <laughs> my friend and co-host, Judson. Hello, Judson. Hi. Hi, Tino. Thanks for letting me introduce you without interrupting me. I had some flashbacks, actually, during during that, I feel like. Did you really? <laughs> there was something very familiar about it. Did it did seem, all. yeah, oddly, oddly reminiscent of something I recently saw. The only thing was, that was different is that there was a slightly different dynamic because I wasn't just ignoring a woman the entire time. <laughs> That's true. And anyway, I, I did not tell you this was going to happen, but we have a huge surprise okay. for you and our audience this week. We have a very special guest calling into the show. Uh, we've actually kind of allowed him to take the show over as as his own personal platform. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of a virtual rally of sorts. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you on the line, sir? Hi, perhaps you recognize me. It's your favorite president. I love your show. He said he loves our show. Who doesn't love our show, Tina? I can't say we're fans of what you're doing right now, Mr. President Asterisk. But <laughs> Thank you for the asterisk. We will take a five-star <laughs> review from anyone, by all means. Uh, please, <laughs> please, please hop to the, uh, uh, have one of your assistants who's probably sick with COVID by now, uh, hop over to the Apple Podcasts and uh, and give us a five-star review. But anyway, let's let's jump right into the questions. First, I wanted to ask you about your position on zoning laws. In, in Smurf Village. <laughs> they literally want to take buildings down and rebuild them with tiny little windows, okay? Little windows so you can't see, <laughs> out, you can't see the light. <laughs> <coughs> oh, you don't sound good, sir. Well, I mean, Mr. Mr. President Asterisk, um, wouldn't Smurfs need tiny little windows? I mean, they're tiny little blue people. That seem reasonable. You know, last time I had a big problem. They oscillated my mics when I had the one debate. We had three debates with Hillary, and on I think the first debate, they yeah. Excuse me. On the first debate, they oscillated the mic. Really don't sound good, sir. He doesn't sound good. And sir, you didn't answer my question. I mean, Um, I was asking about the uh, the Smurfs and the tiny little windows. Are you surprised? Judson, he can still hear us. Can you be I don't think he polite, can. Polite asterisk? <laughs> Let's just move to a different question. Mr. President asterisk, why are you seemingly unconcerned about infecting other people needlessly now that you're out of the hospital? You can do anything. Grab him by the pussy. <laughs> My what a what a perfect physical specimen. <laughs> oh, no, it's contagious. <laughs> I've caught it. I've caught it from the worst possible person. All right. Well, I have to say, sir, that that sure didn't sound like totally cured or even being at the quote low end of the scale. Whatever that means. Ha, 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 ha.
I gotta say, this might be an improvement. <laughs> well, that went well. And, and if I'm honest, Judson, he probably sounded more lucid in that exchange than he did in the ones that he actually participated in earlier this week. Yeah, for sure. And we're going to get to that in a minute. But first, uh, we got to catch up. So, so when we were last recording, he was still in the hospital. Right. Now he's out. And of course, he left when he was well and uh, cleared by doctors and immediately went into isolation and followed all the CDC requirements for someone who is still recovering from COVID. Is that is that right? Oh, the fuck are you out of your damn mind? No, he didn't. He didn't do any of that. What, what did he do? What did he do? Because we were worried if he were to recover. Yeah, especially quickly. What might happen. And easily, yeah. relatively easily, that he would downplay the pandemic and... That's exactly what he did before he even left the hospital. He was downplaying the pandemic and saying it wasn't that big a deal and that we shouldn't be afraid of it. And if you get it, you get you just you recover. Everyone recovers, except that 215,000 Americans so far haven't. Oh, and counting. And counting, exactly. And rising. Uh, he did that ridiculous piece of horrifying theater on the balcony where he ripped off his mask. Right. He, he gets home to the White House where there are, I don't know how many dozens and dozens of employees there. And the first thing he, he a contagious person with a deadly disease, does is rip off the mask that he should be wearing. And he looked like hell. Bad and he sounded bad. He looked he was really, really sucking in air right. when he first climbed those stairs to the balcony. So in one of his first addresses after he got back, he just came right out and said it. I stood out front. I led. Nobody that's a leader would not do what I did. And I know there's a risk. There's a danger, but that's OK. And now I'm better and maybe I'm immune. I don't know. But don't let it dominate your lives. Get out he, there. He doesn't know. That's true. He doesn't know anything. Don't let it dominate your lives. Get out there. How can you say that to the American people? I mean, he's kind of been downplaying it all along. We played the montage last week. Yep. There's there's this abundant recorded evidence and videoed evidence of him downplaying this virus. But to do it after you got sick and got a lot of other people sick, to be honest. I mean, Chris Christie just got out of the hospital. Yeah. And in the show notes, before we had that news, there was a note that said, Chris Christie update question mark yeah. oh, slash, slash Chris in Christie yeah. in memoriam. <laughs> we didn't hear anything for a week. Yep. And it usually means something. It's things aren't, things aren't going well, right? Yeah. Def that definitely is yeah. an indication. And then if that wasn't enough to tell people, basically don't be afraid of it. I think this was a blessing from God that I caught it. This was a blessing in disguise. That's how God always blesses people. He sends a plague. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and I think there was an opportunity for his COVID infection to be a blessing from God earlier on. But once he got out of the hospital, <laughs> it seemed the door shut rather loudly on that being uh, on the blessing opportunity. He could have once again, he could have done the right thing. I mean, who got it at the same time? Uh, another celebrity, like a celebrity got it. Colton Haynes. No, no, no. It was just this. It was basically Ansel Elgort. No, no. <laughs> Someone, Timothy Chalamet, someone got it at the same time. I'm just listening to who's who of uh, dudes I want to sleep with in Hollywood. <laughs> but wh whoever that person was, I, and I can't recall, but they, they came out with a statement that was more presidential than the president did. Basically saying, oh, it was Cam Newton. Oh, Cam Newton, quarterback of the dreaded New England Patriots. Came out basically urging everyone to wash their hands and take care of each other and that he wasn't feeling badly, but you know it was a serious disease and we needed to take it seriously. This motherfucker over here does the exact opposite. I, I estimate I estimate he killed between 30 and 50,000 more people unnecessarily with how he's acted so far getting out of the hospital. Yeah, that's, it's, it's mind-blowing. Silver lining, Stephen Miller got it, but... Uh... <laughs> A jump species again, man. Warning, on the Facts and Friends podcast, we may sometimes abruptly jump species. <laughs> I'm one, I, I, I am saying, knock on wood, we haven't heard anything about his recovery yet. <laughs> there's always a chance. You're saying there's a there's chance. There's always a chance. It could be a blessing from God after all. <laughs> Something from So God. this guy is now planning these super spreader events. One happened today. It was oddly short it was doesn't mean that he didn't infect a bunch more people no and there were i think you mentioned that he they had compensated some yes yes so this was a people of color th so this is a, apparently an event that was organized in some fashion by candace owens uh, do you are you familiar with familiar with her work i am not uh, she, she's an african-american woman who has worked for fox news but she's on par i'd say with like the um 
the Alex Joneses of the world at this point in time. Oh. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. <laughs> more, more, like a, more like a Dinesh D'Souza, I guess. I mean, it's a step up, but when... <laughs> it's not much of a step when up. When you were already, like, in the bowels of the lowest of the lowest. Yeah, but she, so she's, she's black and she's urging other black Americans to support Trump. And she tries to couch this in language and arguments that she... That sound very educated, but are clearly in bad faith. But she set this up. It's supposed to be mainly black Americans, but uh, if you look at the pictures, it is not. Mm-hmm. Th- there are some there, and it sounds like some of them are there uh, because they were compensated, as you just said. They got their travel and lodging covered, uh, and they were required to wear the MAGA hats and these shirts, these Back the Blue shirts that they uh, had for the event. So they were compensated and given costumes. Right. Wow. Sort of like Halloween at the White House. As that undecided guy said last week. It's American political theater at its finest. <laughs> at its very, very finest. Well, Judson, as I was thinking about how crazy Trump sounded near the end of this past week. Yep. What was not lost on me is that. Yeah, he sounded pretty crazy, but <laughs> it's just a, a slight step. I mean, when you go back on the on the annals of crazy for Donald Trump, I don't know. I mean, this stood out, but but it, it's by degrees. <laughs> I mean, dexamethasone is a is clearly a hell of a drug. Are you on it now? <laughs> is this a commercial? I, I'm just saying. I, I hope that if I you heard it here, folks. Judson says <laughs> dexamethasone is clearly a hell, hell of a drug. Someday to try some sort of steroid like this and just see. How crazy it makes me. It, it, it's it's very interesting because it's, as you just said, we can't really tell for sure. It seemed like he was crazier, but he was already so crazy that yeah. it's hard to say for sure that that's what caused it. We're kind of giving him the benefit of the doubt. That- well, let, let's let the listeners decide. Let's, let's play a little bit of his crazy from this week. That seems fair. Well, first, Justin, it finally happened. I honestly can't believe that we didn't lead the show with this. With what? But he did it. Trump dropped a bomb on Iran. What? If you fuck around with us, if you do something bad to us, we are going to do things to you that have never been done before. Okay. First of all, we have dropped the bomb on people before. We have. We have. So that's not accurate. I mean, well, the bomb I was talking about was the F bomb. The F bomb, sure. I kind of want to replay you right now complaining about Biden calling him a clown right now, right here, this moment. Uh, okay. If one of your selling points is that you're going to return this nation to some semblance of decency, you don't call your opponent a clown, even if he is. No, disagree. Okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking back to last week. And like I said at the time, I'll agree that Biden shouldn't have called him a clown. But I get, I find it really difficult to get very upset at Biden calling him a clown when this guy over here is just taking over a radio show and casually spewing profanity out while threatening nuclear war against another country maybe he was threatening to send them like naked pictures of steve bannon <laughs> we've never done that before we haven't done that but i bet somebody has <laughs> i bet that somebody steve bannon <laughs> he also went on went on this rant unless bill barr indicts these people for crimes, the, the greatest political crime in the history of our country. Watergate? Then uh, we're going to get little satisfaction unless I win. And Lying we'll to the American people about COVID? Because I won't forget it. But these people should be indicted. This was the greatest political crime in the history of our country. It's getting repetitive. And that includes Obama and it includes Biden. These are people that uh, spied in my campaign. So, I mean, look, we've heard that song before. And, yeah. Uh, you know, indict my political rivals. Yeah, we've heard it from all kinds of, like, tin pot dictators. This quote is actually probably a better lead-in into playing me back about Biden calling Trump a clown. Okay. This monster that was on stage with uh, Mike Pence, who destroyed her last night, by the way, but this monster, uh, she says, no, no, there won't be fracking, there won't be this, there won't... Everything she said is a lie. Okay, so he called Kamala Harris a monster. He is a... And, and hey, you brought up the clown thing. <laughs> I yeah, did. That's way. That's way worse. That's way, that's way that worse. Way worse. Yeah. And everything about Trump is way worse. But I don't. We don't need to relitigate last week. <laughs> but my point is, especially no when you're losing, no matter how Trump. <laughs> no. <laughs> I believe I told many people that I wiped the floor with you. <laughs> you may have told them that. 
Trump also said a lot of things that I don't believe. <laughs> oh, he also said this. Look at where California is going to have to ration water. You know why? Because they send millions of gallons of water out to sea, <laughs> out to the Pacific, because they want to. Yeah, that's what, how rivers take work, care sir. Of certain little tiny fish that aren't doing very well without water. To be honest with you, name that fish. But uh, I will give you a thousand dollars to name happening. that fish. It's, and I know, I know, he can use the money. So $1,000, Mr. President, if you can name that fish without looking it up. Name the little tiny fish? Name the tiny little fish that we're, that California is saving by not damming up their rivers so they don't so they never reach the ocean. Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. Bing, bing, bong, bong, bong. <laughs> is, is that the name of the fish? I don't think so. I don't think that's it. Well, he tried. Um, so the, the, there, there you go. There you have it. That's the, the tasting platter of all the crazy. You can decide if it's crazier by a lot, that's not, by a that's little. That's not all the crazy. You know. There's more crazy. Not by him, but by his some of his followers. I were... bet he's going to be crazy here, too. <laughs> I think you're right. Last night, the FBI and Michigan State Police arrested six individuals charged in a federal complaint with conspiring to kidnap the governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. So I assume everyone's already heard because it was very big news, but there was a domestic terrorism plot thwarted by the FBI in Michigan. It's 13 people so far have been charged. A plot to kidnap Michigan's governor and overthrow the state government, I guess? We're a little fuzzy on the details, and I think they might have been a little fuzzy on the details, too, about how this would work. Like, there's no, like, there's, like, no iron throne here. You, you don't just, like, you know, throw her off the Michigan's... I don't, I don't know. What, what does Michigan have as, like, a seat there? Anyway, six people were charged with the plot to kidnap her, and seven other people are associated with this group called the Wolverine Watchmen, <laughs> charged with, like, aiding and abetting them, basically. Helping them train or prepare or something. Lovely. First of all, they were called a militia by all the media. They're right-wing terrorists. They're right-wing domestic terrorists. Right. They look exactly the way you're picturing them in your mind right now. They're all white, beards, a little pudgy, all captured alive. What? No no firefights, no, no, no busting down their doors in the middle of the night. And of course... The president immediately reached out via Twitter to offer his thoughts, which... And he condemned them in the strongest possible terms, right? I feel like you haven't been paying any attention at any point <laughs> over the last four years. <laughs> Can you blame me? No, no, you're, 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 you're doing the right thing, I think. Okay. So I'll, I'll read this tweet, and I'm sure there will be many, many recurrences of the things I'm about to say in future podcasts. On the old show, we had a budget to pay a voice actor to read these tweets. <laughs> That's right. We did. We should yeah. we should get them back. In the last show, folks, we had a child read all the tweets by Trump. We, we should just do that. I'll just I'll just save that. I'll, I'll, I'll get him to record it. Well, we started to go fund me, folks, and believe it or not, now we have a returning voice actor reading this <laughs> delightful tweet from the president asterisk about uh condemning, sorry, condemning the violence. Actually, you know, before we agree to that, I need I need to double check that there's no profanity in this. <laughs> If you fuck around with us, if you do something <laughs> bad to us. All right, I think, I think we're good. I think we're good. Governor Whitmer of Michigan has done a terrible job. She locked down her state for everyone except her husband boating activities. The federal government provided tremendous help to the great people of Michigan. My Justice Department and federal law enforcement announced today that they foiled a dangerous plot against the governor of Michigan. Rather than saying thank you, she calls me a white supremacist, while Biden and de Democrats refuse to condemn Antifa, anarchists, looters, and mobs that burn down Democrat-run cities. I do not tolerate any extreme violence. So, Judson, that was your 11-year-old? Yeah. Okay, well, I think we might want to consider recasting either the 7-year-old <laughs> or maybe even the 4-year-old to, to really capture the maturity level we're going for, because that was way too sophisticated for <laughs> for Trump. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I got, us, I got us off topic and carry on about the actual content of that grotesque tweet. I mean, that's, th that's what the president said when a state governor was nearly at risk of being kidnapped, potentially murdered by these terrorists, fucking terrorists. I will say in his defense, at least he could remember her name this time. That's true. Not just that woman. Yeah. Yeah. That woman in Michigan. That woman from Michigan. Yep. Well, he, he had to learn that last because last time she snapped back at him on uh, Twitter pretty quickly. It's so sad that, that this is where we are. Yeah. And no less coming from this 
quote unquote president who says he's the law and order president that they're the that they're they're going to bring law and order to this country it blows my mind that that can come out of his mouth and and he still has so many people believe that they're the law and order party yeah i mean he basically is saying that she kind of deserved it pretty much i mean it's it's essentially the same defense or same argument they give when someone when a woman is raped that she like how was she dressed or you know you know she kind of was asking for it she was drinking at the party it's the same thing here he, she she should have she should have been better for the people of michigan this wouldn't have happened right fuck you and as to your point about law and order i mean uh kasim rashid is a uh virginia house candidate and he had the best response to this. He said, if six Muslims tried to kill a governor, Trump would have touted his Muslim ban. If six Mexicans had tried to kill a governor, Trump would have touted his border wall. But since instead it was six white supremacists who tried to kill a governor, Trump attacks the governor. It was never about law and order with Trump. We'll be right back. The Facts and Friends podcast is brought to you by people like you. More and more, corporate America is taking over the podcast scene. Your support helps stave off a complete takeover. Please take a moment to share the podcast with your friends and followers via social media or word of mouth. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for helping out. It really does mean a lot. So, Judson, here we are again. Another week. Another debate to talk about. So excited. Well, this one was a little less of a shit show. It wasn't a dumpster fire inside of a dirty diaper inside of a <laughs> inside whatever of, it was. Tapper said, "Yeah, inside of Trump's colon, whatever. Yeah, whatever." <laughs> God, Tapper why said. would you? Why would you say that? <laughs> it's the last place I want to think about. I know, I know. Uh, but I'm curious, just kind of off the cuff, what what was your assessment of this particular debate? I agree with you. I think it was less bad but it was unsatisfying to me still i think i don't know we we can get into specifics in a bit but i i just felt like i didn't get what i wanted out of that right the commission on um presidential debates their ad for this one is less bad than the last one but it was still bad and we're not going to have a next one so we are not that is official as of recording and i personally do not think there will be a third one i would hope that you're right right We'll see. One of my big takeaways or my question after having watched this debate is why have questions? (laughs) Yeah. Because Pence, I don't know if Pence answered a single question that he was asked. I don't, I don't think so. He may have tangentially touched on a topic and a question here and there, possibly accidentally, but I don't think he, he, he he answered almost no questions. I mean, let's be clear. Any question he did answer, he answered dishonestly. Yes, he. What? What is? What? What is that? He, what, oh, what is that? Is that on your end? What? what? No, I, I. I thought it was you. No. God, he's back. He's back, Judson. <laughs> I saw. I saw a great cartoon. It was a zoom in on on Mike Pence's uh, head, and the yep. little fly was holding a Biden Harris sign. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. So, yeah, Pence didn't answer any questions. And even though he didn't answer questions, what he was saying, for the most part, were almost entirely lies. Yeah. I will. I do want to point out that Harris did a lot of not answering questions, too. Sure. I noted it. I watched the debate live again. Because you hate yourself. This yeah. time I took your advice. I have not watched it a second time. <laughs> Good plan. She also didn't answer a lot of questions. If you, if you think about it, I mean, the point of debates is to ask hard questions. And the point of politicians is to avoid answering hard questions. Right. So why have debates? Yeah, I, I agree. I didn't watch live because I don't find that political theater at its finest to be all that compelling or useful. Uh, you very rarely get an honest answer to a difficult question. These issues are complicated and difficult, and you can't just give a two-second soundbite to encompass like the intricacies of the abortion discussion or, or, or SCOTUS or whatever. Right. Well, we're going to test that theory a little later on when, when you and I are asked hard questions of each other. Oh, uh, Okay. We'll see. I think really the only reason to have these stupid debates is for the challenger because the incumbent's going to have more attention. A lot of people do watch these, even though fewer and fewer now are watching them. But, you know, especially in this age where the incumbent is using the White House as a platform for (laughs) his campaign, which I think is illegal. It's illegal. Yeah. It's illegal. What do you think about it, (laughs) co-host? Oh, I didn't realize he joined the cast. (laughs) He's, He's... He's got a credit that was in the uh, 
That was in his contract to appear on the show. I wanted to, what I wanted to do is I saw this, um, I saw this little bit that the daily show did. It was a video bit and I'm hoping you haven't seen it. Okay. Cause I want to play it with you. So they played guess the question where okay. they played audio of Pence's answer, gave you multiple choice. And then we got to guess, we, the viewer of this video, got to guess the question. I think I've seen a version with Trump, but I haven't seen one with Pence. Okay, well, I'm going to play it. This is from the debate. All of these are from the debate. Okay. Joe Biden said twice in the debate last week that on day one, he was going to repeal the Trump tax cuts. Okay, okay. Okay. So what was the question? Was the question about taxes, about the BLM protests, about climate change, or about the Supreme Court? <laughs> well, man, the obvious answer is taxes, so I can't pick that. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with climate change. Okay. Vice President Pence, do you believe that climate change poses an existential threat? <laughs> you got it. You, you got it. Yes. You got it. Okay, here's the next one. I couldn't be more proud to serve as vice president to a president who stands without apology for the sanctity of human life. I'm pro-life. I, I don't apologize for it. Okay, so what was Pence asked about? Was he asked about abortion, faith, pre-existing conditions, or gun control? Oh, good God. Mm, pre-existing conditions. How would your administration protect Americans with pre-existing conditions have access to affordable insurance. <laughs> Judson, I'm a I little concerned. I swear I haven't seen this. Um, I, feel, I feel very dirty that I can understand how Mike Pence's brain works. It does concern Ugh. me as well, sir. I what? hope if you get three out of three, I mean, you've already won the prize on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, but <laughs> That's right. if, if you get, maybe there you're, are You're going to record my voicemail message? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, you, you have your choice if anyone on the show can record it. So it's either you can record it yourself. Or which, the fly. Or the, <laughs> me or the fly. Exactly. Okay. All right. Here's the, here's the next one. All right. Soleimani, the Iranian general, was responsible for the death of hundreds of American service members. When the opportunity came, we saw him headed to Baghdad to kill more Americans. President Trump didn't hesitate. And Qasem Soleimani is gone. Okay, what was Pence asked about? Was he asked about Iran, military spending, the economy, or Roe versus Wade? Oh, man. <laughs> I, I want to say military spending, but I kind of hope it's Roe versus Wade. So what are you going to say? Uh, economy. You say the economy. economy. All right. If Roe v. Wade is overturned, oh, damn it! what would you want India to do? You should have gone. God, you should I have knew gone it. with your Mike Pence oh. gut. Your your oddly attuned Mike Pence oh, gut my there. God. <laughs> I need the... to take a shower right now. Oh, oh, I'm so, gonna throw up. Mark your mark it here, folks. Judson really should be three for three because he did know it. I almost oh. feel like he threw that one. Just oh my god, just so we wouldn't think. Oh. Yeah, he was. Oh. Yeah. That's bad. It's bad. That's that's awful. That's so awful. That's well, congratulations, Judson. You've won our game. <laughs> no, 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 no one won that. No, no. that's you lost. Oh no! And, and everyone knows anyway. If it was a question about Iran, like that, this is the right answer. If you fuck around with us, if you do something bad to us, we are going to do things to you that have never been done before. And, and that brings me to my next point about this debate. Okay. <sighs> yep. And I don't think we we disagreed a lot on this debate but mike pence is the biggest low-life son of a bitch scum <laughs> on the planet he might be worse than trump in some ways ah that's all a... right first of all his hatred for let's say gays is real right that's right it's made up for trump yeah also he so he said some things in the debate that made my blood boil he said this and and again Senator Harris, you're entitled to your opinion. You're not entitled to your own facts. He said that twice, Judson, which is yeah, rich like coming from him. Yeah, it's fucking lime. Right. He stole it. Right. Play, he plagiarized the lime. He, he also said this. And Senator, I, I just ask you, stop playing politics with people's lives. How could you with a straight face fucking Ugh. say that, you disgusting piece of shit? 
Twitter and, blew up on that one. Everyone's just like, uh, I gasped out loud. I, I did too. Yeah. They've done nothing but play politics with people's lives for the nearly a year now. Right. He said that th- that we let the science lead in terms of uh, battling COVID. <laughs> that is, one pissed me off. Oh, God. It's so, so upsetting. They, the science lead so they can, what, fucking stab it in the back? Right. That's that's bullshit right there. This is a man that is supposed to be of the, the deepest faith, right? Well, you know how I feel about that. So, Well, we're both atheists. So, yeah, yeah we, we don't have a lot of respect for religion. But, you know, I, I don't I don't mind people wanting to believe in whatever magic man in the sky they want to believe in. But when you have he's he's the kind who does the stuff we don't like, though. He's the one who uses his religion as his faith as a cudgel. Yeah, it's a control weapon. It's weaponized, right? Yes, and he also is a complete hypocrite. He he and mother—that's what he calls his wife—who <laughs> wasn't wearing a mask when she went on stage at the debate uh, against the rules, by the way. But they're letting the science lead, Tina. They're letting right. the science yeah. lead. The two of them went and prayed when the pussy grabbing tape came out. Yeah, and he has basically become Trump's normalizer. Yeah, I think so. He normalizes Trump in a way. He lies constantly. He is everything that Christianity abhors. Remember, we recently heard that Trump wanted to pick Ivanka as his running mate. He didn't want Pence. I mean, we knew he didn't want Pence. Pence was like a distant choice for him. His advisors wanted Pence for exactly the reason that you are saying here. Right. That he's a calming presence, an experienced politician who would make Trump seem more palatable to the more moderate parts of the party. Just because you lie in a calm voice doesn't make it better. It makes it it makes like shittier sound bites for a show like this. But <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's I think it's more chilling in the real world. And I hope that pink eyed son of a bitch does have COVID. <laughs> I agree. The the and and I mean, everyone knows this who has watched him. He he lies with just such ease and comfort. I don't understand. I'm a terrible liar. Okay, that's just something I know about myself. He is a really really good liar. Right. And his lies are awful, but like he's good at telling them. And the biggest lie, Mr. Pence, is the one you tell yourself that you're a devout Christian. So go yeah. fuck off. <laughs> Last thing we need to do here is to check in with your friend and my friend, my, the, un- our the, friend? the undecided voters. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Jetson, we, we heard from them last week from a panel on CNN, and this is a, a new panel on CNN. These are Arizona voters. Okay. And the first question they got asked was to say, well, I'll just let them ask, let you hear what they asked. In one word, describe to me the performance of Vice President Pence. Okay. So uh-huh. do, you want, do, you want, do you want to take a shot at it first? Scummy. <laughs> Scummy. Okay. Scummy. My word would be, fuck you, you hypocrite <laughs> son of a bitch. It's not what, it's not what you're, I'm sorry, your time is up, You're sir. gay. <laughs> your time Dude, is up. Trust me, you're about to hear undecided voters. I did a better job at answering this question than they did. <laughs> and I used like 12 words. Here we go. Um, Shifty. Well, that's not unlike your answer, scummy. That's pretty close. Yeah. Shifty, okay. Okay. Uh, Deborah, tell me, you have in the past, I think you voted for, for President Trump back in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are now on the fence, undecided. In one word, describe to me what you thought of Vice President Pence's um, performance. Confident. Sam, you're back here. He lies very uh, I saw confidently. you a little bit nodding and, and, and engaging as you're watching this. One word to describe how Vice President Pence did. Not sincere. Okay, so. insincere is the word you're looking for. One word, Judson. Look. Insincere. <laughs> Morgan. Stubborn. All stubborn, right, Judy, stubborn. we've got sure. you back here. Um, you voted for President Trump, I think, in 2016. Is that right? Yes. You're on the fence, but leaning towards Trump. What did you think of his vice president? Overtime. Overtime. What did you say? Overtime. Yeah. That's he a word. Stealing her time. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Joseph, what did you think of Vice President uh, Trump's performance? All right. It meant he was evasive. Evasive. Okay. Evasive. All right. Good. Good word. Uh, we have Bob here. Polished. Polished. Okay. Polished. Very positive. He is the, to how he, a magnificent he, he turd polisher. Tonight. Okay. Right. Um, Anessa, um, you have sort of talked to me a little bit about how important this vice presidential uh, debate is to you. What did you think of Vice President Pence? Calculated. Fair. Now we have you, Cody. Confident. Confidence. Again. So we've got two confidence. I agree. He lies very confidently. 
That's true. Let's see what Dennis says. And last but certainly not least, Dennis, um, you've been sitting back here patiently, ready to talk. One word to describe Vice President Pence. Uh, I'll describe it as consistent because there was uh, nothing new, no surprises. Consistent. Right. So consistent, confident. These are undecided voters. Yep. Shifty. <laughs> Shifty. So then Wolf jumps in and he wants to know it, who they thought the winner was. Okay. Okay. Sure. Wolf. Sarah, do the voters there with you think there was a, a clear winner tonight? I'm going to ask that question. Show of hands. How many of you think that there was a clear winner tonight in this debate? One, two, two out of ten. Only two out of ten. So there's your answer, Wolf. Only two out of ten people thought there was a clear winner. Now, okay. So you, you're going to need to remember that, Judson, for the yep. next for the next part. Okay. And sure. Also remember, these are undecided voters who we both agree are fucking morons. Or, or actually not undecided. So there's your answer, Wolf. Only two out of ten people thought there was a clear winner. And I'm going to ask them now who they think there was. How many of how many of you think that Vice President Pence won this debate? Raise your hands. One, two, three, four. Four people out of ten. How many of you think Kamala Harris won this debate? Senator Harris, one, two, three, four. So it's a tie. For a, t for a total of eight out of two. So so what she says, so she follows up. She's like, I, okay, so I asked you if there's a clear winner. Now I'm going to ask you who it was. And eight out of two people <laughs> now answered the question. I, I bet the two people who... Who uh, raised their hands? Didn't first even raise their hands. Didn't hands even that raise their hands. <laughs> that's, 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 that's our undecided voters. Well, thank you, thank you as always. Uh, luckily, I don't think we're going to have to hear from you guys again. <laughs> At least not after debates. Yeah. Well, we'll maybe hear from them on November the third. So, so to your also to your point, Judson, that they're not actually undecided. Like we talked about yeah. that last week. We talked about yeah. it this week. Like she asks this guy uh, about the Trump administration's response to COVID. Okay. And do you think he played into the American idea that like I don't have to do this? Well, I think uh, some Americans might have read that uh, for sure. Is that it wasn't serious in that respect? Uh, but uh, let's face it. Uh, Pence was thrown into the limelight when he started running the uh, coronavirus task force, and uh, it was very straightforward. They had the science there. They tried to. They had the facts and the science, and uh, they seemed to be working with it. Okay, they trusted it. Who? 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 That is not an undecided voter. It is not an undecided voter. That is an idiot. <laughs> yes. So he ticks. He at least ticks only one of the boxes. Most of them there, or some of them there, ticked both. The box that says, this pisses Judson off. That's the box he ticked. <laughs> There's a third box. God damn it. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, the interruptions. We didn't talk about the interruptions. Ugh. Well, we started the whole show with the interruptions. <laughs> no, we started the whole show with him uh, talking over the moderator. But he also interrupted... Oh, interrupted Kamala, yeah. He also interrupted Kamala. Yeah, and check because because this this has one of my favorite moments of the night. It wasn't even part of the debate. Minutes to answer without interruption by me Bullshit. or the other candidate. <laughs> well, let's get. So I, no, but Susan, I, this is important, Susan, I, I, and I, I want to add. But if, Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. I have. To I'm speaking. Up. You respect the American people when you tell them the truth. You respect the American people when you have the courage Which we've to be a leader done. speaking. It is asking too much of the people. Susan, we no, it is asking too much of the people to help themselves to protect Susan, their parents the and their I'm children. Sorry. He will not raise taxes on anybody who makes less than $400,000 a year. He said the Trump tax cut. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. Okay, okay, there's way more. I just, uh, I just want to strangle him. <laughs> I know. He just keeps interrupting her. And not in the way that he probably enjoys. <laughs> Well, you, well, you're the right gender for that. <laughs> That's not to trash anyone's kink. It's just clearly he's got several that he doesn't want to be open about. The, the funny thing is, that, like later on CNN when they're breaking it down, Gloria Borger is <laughs> oh, yeah. trying to talk about how she found Pence's interrupting of uh, of Harris to be off-putting to her and to women in general. And yeah. uh, li listen to what happens. And I think that women watching that, I mean, they, they have a huge gender gap, but women watching that are going to say, wait a minute. He Look, was, I mean, the, well, the other don't make the claim that, that, that he Santorum, interrupted her repeatedly because he didn't interrupt her repeatedly. <laughs> Santorum, this is like interruption inception. 
It, it is. It is absolutely. Did, did you like that movie, by the way, Inception? I, yes, I loved it, too. Okay. He hasn't seen it. He has not seen Inception. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it's, it's just so, it's so perfect just to illustrate why Pence did it. It's the same reason Santorum's doing it, right? Yeah. He wants to, he runs roughshod over the woman talking to get his point across. Right. That no respect whatsoever. No respect for women. Nope. We need to make a definition for Pence that is on the same level as the definition that we have for, for Santorum. Santorum. Oh, man. And if you if you don't know what the definition for Santorum is, I strongly suggest you look it up on uh, Urban Dictionary this moment. If you're too lazy, we can play a clip from our old show. Because, <laughs> you know, that. it took us, I think it took us four shows last time to get into the Santorum definition. Here we could just do it the second show. Two, yeah. Break a record. Is that is that good? Is that is that is that a positive change, Tino? I don't know. <laughs> but you're right. We definitely need a Pence definition. All right, Fly. Um, Judson and I have weighed in. You uh, you take us out. What what are your closing thoughts? Wow, and he did it in one word. <laughs> Two minutes and three seconds of bliss. What fly could want more than this? Two minutes and three seconds I think an Emmy beckons For giving Biden Harris a lift Two minutes and three seconds of bliss What fly could want more than this? Two minutes and three seconds Turn me into a legend And him into a pile of shit well, Judson, I poured myself a drink. Good. You earned it. I, I did. I did. <laughs> that Pence character, man, he really gets me worked up and not in the way he wants me to get worked up. <laughs> but we do have a little bit more fun to have here at the bottom of the show. You know, we don't want it to be just us saying goodbye and telling you where to click to find us. We have both independently prepared hard hitting questions for one another. Definitely. We're going to answer these in rapid fire fashion asterisk. Uh <laughs> But before we get to that, a little bit of housekeeping. Judson, you have a correction from last week's show. I do. Unfortunately, as in the name, we pride ourselves on being factual. Yes. Here at Facts and Friends. And when we were discussing some things last week, uh, I got a bad source from Twitter. It looks like there is no indication, no supported evidence that I can find that Chris Christie specifically was aiming to disrupt Joe Biden and prey upon his stuttering. I also, though, read that report somewhere. Yeah, it was on Twitter or something. So it looks like it got it got signal boosted by a bunch of different verified accounts. Looks like it's just this one account that there's no reason to trust it. Okay. Uh, and Chris Christie himself specifically, before going into the hospital uh, for COVID, specifically denied that that was the case that said that was false and so i'm left with a unverified twitter account versus a former governor of new jersey and while i don't like him i don't see any reason to disbelieve him what about bridge so we apologize we, re- we we regret the error isn't bridgegate a reason to disbelieve him Bro, okay that's that's one of the reasons i don't like him Okay. Um, <laughs> but he lied about it too he did lie about it yes and had had his people lie about it too so you're right maybe it's hard to say we'll call this one a tie yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But we are saying it's not verified. It's not. Yes, exactly. Not. I, I might regret it a little less than you. Um, <laughs> but I didn't say it. Uh, you didn't say it. Exactly. It was me. It was me. I, I, I said it. All right. Last bit of housekeeping before we get to these crazy rapid fire questions. Just a quick reminder to please, beloved audience, subscribe to our show if you haven't already. And one thing we would really love are some five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. We're getting one, I, I think, a little later on from the president. Asterisk. Yeah. Because uh, he did say he really loves our show. I love your show. <laughs> so if you could just uh, hop on to Apple Podcasts and give us those five-star reviews, write up a little something. We'll read it on the show. That would be fantastic. We're starting off this new show, so we didn't carry over all of our five-star reviews from our old show. Unfortunate. Uh, well, some of them I might be happy that we didn't carry over. Like There was one that said, I can't wait for them to kill off the gay character. <laughs> one of the reviews. <laughs> so, uh, well, anyway. That's when President Pence gets elected, though. So. <laughs> Well, if you'd like, uh, you can connect with Facts and Friends either on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, Twitter, our handle is Facts and Friends. Facts, the letter N, Friends. Is that right? That's correct. And we're also planning to grow our social media presence in the future. But right now, we really want to focus on getting out quality shows, which which maybe one week we'll do. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> maybe. At some point. Potentially. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Individually, I'm at Uncle Tortilla on Twitter. And Judson's personal cell number is... Oh, six- you son of a bitch. <laughs> 
<laughs> if he doesn't answer, you can hit him up on Twitter. Where, Chutson? <laughs> At the fault in my arse. Also the letter N. Okay. Enough dilly-dallying, Judson. <laughs> on to our rapid-fire questions. So the genesis of this for me was our first show back last week was... It seemed to kind of rely on the fact that people already knew who we were. I'm sure everyone who listened did <laughs> at this point. Most likely. All 20,000 listeners. So we got a lot of downloads last week. That's right. Uh, yeah. Um, I might have added zeros, but um, <laughs> they all probably knew us from before. But I wanted to give us give our listeners a little bit of time, if we have new ones, to get to know us better. And I thought a cool way to do that would be for us to ask each other these questions that neither of us have seen before. Although you I wish you told me that was the goal. Oh, I thought before I, th- I wrote my questions. I thought I did tell you that. <laughs> Actually I asked the fly to tell you. Uh, mm. He's new to the cast and maybe I don't know, maybe he just didn't get around to it. Yeah. Yeah, great. Do you have any defense for yourself, Fly? sensing a theme here yeah okay judson do you want to go first why don't you go first sure i'll go first all right i'm gonna start the rapid fire music right now all right tino joe or hillary hillary Hillary. okay marianne williamson or your mom marianne williamson not close really wow and and i don't even care what we like if we're picking like who lives or dies (laughs) it's just yeah who who i want to give a hug to marianne williamson (laughs) For the who wants, who I want to make me a meatloaf. <laughs> it's always going to be that. <laughs> All right, Don Jr. or Eric? Oh wow! Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I imagine this is how the president asterisk feels on occasion. Now I have to ask for what? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was leaving that open ended. I think. Okay, so I'm going to say Eric, and here's why. Okay, I think Eric is. Maybe doesn't really have all his faculties about him. It seems sort of like a drooling moron. So I, I hold him less responsible for the things he says and does than I do Don Jr. Sure. Uh, not that Don Jr. is any genius. Don't get, don't get me wrong. Right, right. But yeah, so I'm going to go with Eric there. He's, he's more impaired these days than stupid, it feels like. Yeah, and I think Eric's also the one who is more likely to make a drawing that would look good on my refrigerator. <laughs> As a thank you for the good thing you just gave him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mary fuck kill. Okay. Stephen Miller. Bill Barr. Tom Brady. Wow. <laughs> so um So Tom Brady is a handsome man. I mean I hate him. Yeah, of course. But he's a handsome What if I were to marry him, would I not be able to fuck him? I think you I know I think that that's still Married is still you still allowed. It's just, just like a one-time thing for the the the, the fuck. Oh, option. so it's a, a one-off fuck versus a okay. So I marry Tom Brady. Sure. Easy, gotcha. easy peasy. Then it gets a lot less easy. Also rich, so that's good. It gets a lot less easy here. <laughs> I think I have to kill Stephen Miller. I think that's fair. No, that, that, that's that's probably because right. we may never have the chance again. And if you get that chance, you gotta take it. And if you, I feel like if you fuck Bill Barr right, you might kill him too. So yeah, I might fuck. Bill Barr with like a red hot cattle prod. That might be how I fuck Bill Barr in this scenario. But at the end of the day, he's still getting fucked. Uh, I got one more for you. Okay. Also a Mary Fuck Kill. This one's a little easier, okay. I think. Mary Fuck Kill, the Fox and Friends cast. Oh, God. Since that's where we take our name somewhat. Okay, so... So Ainsley and Steve Ducey and Brian Kilmeade. I'm glad you said her name because I don't know it. <laughs> I only know the one in the middle as the blonde woman right now that's on the show. Yeah, the, the, the blonde woman of the moment. I believe she's right. still Ainsley Earhart. Okay. Um. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just going to kill them all. Just kill- <laughs> So these these this is harder because I have I don't have strong feelings about them. I actually imagined how you would play that one out because I thought you might marry Ainsley and have a loveless marriage. Have like a have like a beard essentially, okay. and then then it's the same sort of choice you had with Miller and and Barr there. Well, no, I feel I I had no doubt I was killing Stephen Miller. <laughs> right, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, the question was what was I then going to be able to do to Barr? But yeah, no strong no strong answer. Right. All right, your turn, buddy. You ready? <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Well, here we go. Judson, say something nice about Stephen Miller. I did not kill him. 
Okay. That's saying saying something nice about you. <laughs> I thought it was going to be he has COVID. Yes, <laughs> I mean I find that very nice, and, and I'm I'm not the only one who feels that way. Right. Judson, what's the capital of Canada? <laughs> is it is it Ottawa? No, you're wrong. So if the question is what's the capital of Canada, for the record, it's a place called Ottawa. <laughs> oh, You just got owned by Tucker Carlson. Is that what we're calling it these days? Uh, <laughs> that was Tucker Carlson saying Ottawa. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Tucker Carlson saying Ottawa. <laughs> Sorry, it was Tucker Carlson <laughs> trying to say Ottawa. Oh, my God. All right. Back to the questions. Two-parter here, Judson. Yep. Have you ever had a sexual fantasy about a Trump administration official, past or present, and why was it Wilbur Ross? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so take the first part first i just want to say that i'm just so proud of the way that this president has handled the coronavirus and i oh, i just feel <laughs> sorry wow. I, I, I penced there for a moment you did you totally penced on me mm-hmm. um so I'm a bit curious. Uh, I'm kind of holding you to account on the first half of that question. Hope Hicks. Uh, I Bonka. haven't. She's, she's a beautiful woman, but no, I have not had any sort of fantasy about Hope Hicks. She seems very attractive and very terrible at the same time. So Okay, next question. You mentioned this on our last show a time or two. What is the deep, dark secret you have that would prevent <laughs> you from running for public office? <laughs> Again, I just want to stress that this administration <laughs> has never and will never uh, I don't know whatever whatever he's gonna lie about next. Um, right. <laughs> it's a deep dark secret, you know. I can't mm-hmm. I can't divulge that. All right, last question, Judson. And I saved the best for last. I bet you did. Pick one. Trump is guaranteed to lose, but you have to masturbate him to completion daily for the rest of his life. Or Trump wins, but you get to do this show with a co-host that isn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so. Trump loses, and I jack him off every day for the rest of his life. To completion. Sure. Or Trump wins, and I have to keep doing this podcast with someone else. You get to keep doing the podcast with someone else, yes. Get is a strong word there. Um, Are you saying you enjoy working with me, Justin? Sometimes. Uh, Don't let it go to your head. So I'm going to pick option A. I will take one for the team, or take sadly many for the team, sounds like. (laughs) So you heard it here first, folks. Judson would. Uh, could you say what you're going to do? No, I, I I can't say that. I, I I picked option A. I this is not my first rodeo, Tino. <laughs> <laughs> but I vowed I vowed last week never to use your words out of context. Yeah, yeah, you, you did vow that. How how did that work out for us again? I haven't done it this show. <laughs> not not yet. <laughs> I get the feeling that you're about to break that. Uh, streak though i just want to say that i'm just so proud of the way that this president has handled (laughs) the coronavirus all right well that does it for us this week thank you all so much for listening we'll be back next week and we're almost certain next week we're going to be talking about the supreme court because there are some really troubling supreme court justice uh nomination hearings that will be going on throughout the week yep okay we'll see you next week everybody take care goodbye take care They literally want to take buildings down and rebuild them with tiny little windows, okay?